guys, welcome back to my show. In today's episode, I have a really special guest with me today. He's a young 15-year-old boy. Um, now, of course, some of you may be wondering, why do I have, like, what's going on in this episode? Like, who is this person? Well, I'm going to share with you an amazing story of a wonderful boy. His name is Elijah Lee, and he is an activist, and he's been working towards making child abuse, like, he reduced, and prevention, and trying to improve everyone's life who's been impacted by this. Some of you may recognize um, his name as well as his work from Marvel Hero Project, where he was known as the Incredible Elijah. Hi, Elijah, how are you today? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good, thanks so much for taking on the time to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So please, introduce yourself and maybe talk a little bit about your initiative. Absolutely. So my name is Elijah Lee. I'm a 15-year-old community activist and public speaker. Um, and, and it is literally my job, and I, I love the work that I do, to just work with different young people and finding new, innovative, and creative ways um, to ensure that young people have a voice, right? We recognize that that we live in a tough world, a world where we see several different types of issues, ranging from, from child abuse to gun violence, um, issues surrounding mental health, um, issues surrounding gender and racial discrimination. And so it is really my job um, to work to address these issues while still empowering other young people to get involved in this fight. Um, I know you know this probably more than anyone is that we cannot do this work alone, right? And so, so much of my work, especially now, is just ensuring that youth voices are heard in, in every room possible. Absolutely. I think like, you know, just like kind of like creating a community where like you kind of try to tell everyone that they're loved they can have a better life it's not going on very well for them right now and i think what you're doing with this like you know platform of yours like you know you're doing marches and things like that to promote and like try to tell people like you know to stop child abuse or like to prevent it and i think just like letting that word out and like you know telling people educating people about like things that are happening just like you know kind of puts the cause out there more so that people can kind of try to prevent it on their own terms and kind of learn about things that people are going through absolutely i mean when we when we talk about child abuse right it's one of those situations where child abuse is already illegal however what we see so often is is that um we have conversations with young people, oftentimes who've experienced the abuse, and they they said they didn't tell anyone because it was supposed to stay a secret, right? Whatever stays in our home, um, whatever is said in our home stays in our home. And then on top of that, we live in a society where we're all so focused on not getting in each other's business. We live in a society where we're all just so overly focused on ourselves that we forget that it takes a village, right, to raise a child. And so I think when we talk about specifically the issue of child abuse, it comes down to awareness. And that's exactly why when I really led my first march, I wasn't focused on passing another law. I wasn't focused on um, putting money into law enforcement. I wasn't focused on so, so many of the normal ways to address child abuse, but instead we were focused on awareness, ensuring that this was a community where, where people felt that they could tell if something was going on, a community where people felt that they could say something if they saw something. And so I think that that's something that we're definitely, I don't know, I think that, that's such an important element of this conversation. Yeah, I think I totally agree with you. I think just like having that, like, again, this whole conversation just about community, like, you know, kind of like building the community where people can, you know, trust each other, share things and, you know, tell people about like what they're experiencing, what they're going through and not feel scared of what might happen to them if they were to tell someone who they trust about things that they're going through. 
Absolutely. And also, I think like that also speaks to the stigma that we have in our society. So especially when we begin to talk about mental health, right? Um, so often, we as young people, we feel alone, right? And people across this country, they feel alone. They feel like no one is going to hear them. No one is going to respect them. And so I think it's so, so, so important. Um, and I guess you can say this as my call to action that that when we are building relationships with each other, when we're having conversations with each other, let's ensure that we are destigmatizing things like mental health. Let's ensure that we are becoming a safe person for a child in case they are experiencing some things at home. Um, because, and this goes also to young people, right? With my personal story, um, a friend of mine told me about their abuse. And so I was really honored to be someone that that could be a safe haven for them. Um, and we were able to get that person help. However, child abuse is one of those problems that we simply just don't know how many people are being affected by it. And so it's important that each and every one of us kind of takes up that role in someone's life to be there for them, to support them, and to love them. Yeah, I think it's just like such a big like part of like like the community and the population. It's just kind of hard to like help every single person. So I think just uh, giving people the awareness of what's happening and trying to like give them resources and like things that can help them is like the best one can do. Especially if like you do not know the person. I'm pretty sure that like so many people out there who go through this every day, every uh, minute of their life, and like you know they do not have the resource. And I think through like the awareness like you're trying to spread it kind of just spreads everywhere like now we have social media we have podcasts like this one and things like that that allow you to spread your message from platform to platform and i think that's like the cool thing about the 21st century which is that you can kind of just spread your message without like you know having to go anywhere specifically or you know like trying to go door to door you can just spread your word on instagram or social media or wherever and just kind of get your message across Absolutely. You know, so often, especially in modern day, we talk about how social media has been used for bad and used for evil. However, if there is ever a message that anyone has, whether it's pertaining to climate change, whether it's pertaining to child abuse, whether it's pertaining to, to closing the wage gap, whatever it may be, social media is a phenomenal avenue to use to really ensure your voice is being heard. And so I think like that's another helpful tip that even I have learned over the years as we work to adapt um, some of our methods is that we have an opportunity to use social media to our advantage um, and really take our message and allow it to reach the masses. And I think that's such a powerful tool, especially when it's used for good. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, as I said, like, you know, social media can be, it has two sides, like, kind of like a coin. Like, it could be, like, you know, it could be used for bad too. I mean, like, you know, kind of um, share propagandas and things like that. But it can also be, like, you know, used for amazing initiatives and collaborations with others like to get your message across like it's just like it can be used in many different ways like people use it to share dance videos singing videos like it's kind of like a haven for like all sorts of things like creative um informative and like you know education and like you know sharing about every single type of thing like mental health and um advocacy and philanthropists like i feel like it's just being used daily so like the uses of the um, social media impact is just changing day by day. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, I think especially as our, as our generation continues to progress, social media will continue to advance. Um, 
and and to all the points that you talk to those will continue to expand and i for one am so excited and that i have the opportunity and privilege to see it all happen yeah um so my next question for you is on the lines of what you just said so how has this whole process of just your first march and being on the marvel hero project how has this impacted you as a person and how has this like you know changed your life absolutely um that is a loaded question um you know each and every experience that i've been able to be a part of i think you know specifically with the marvel hero project right that allows for several new opportunities um and i'm i'm so grateful individually for each and every one of those however i think the really biggest area where my work has allowed um has changed my life is that it has allowed me to grow in ways that never saw possible you know um especially my work now as i look back um 6 years ago i mean this was a kid that was leading his first march this was a kid that didn't understand government this was a kid that um was only understanding what a permit is so he could use it i mean the first time that i ever um learned that you had to have a permit to to march was when i was organizing my own right and so and now as i look at myself working with several different organizations to help write life changing pieces of legislation um and to really get involved on so many different levels whether we're looking at philanthropy or whether we're looking at legislation or whether we're looking at that grassroots demonstrations that i really really love um i think the biggest thing that changed my life is that it allowed me to just grow in those ways and to learn so many new things um to learn about so many new people and how those people have impacts um and i think that that is something that i really want to be able to share with other young people um you know we could just lie in school but knowledge truly is power so knowing who your representative is knowing who your senator is knowing who your representative and senator are on a very state level um in virginia we call them delegates and and senators and so knowing who those people are are phenomenal contacts that you can have to really get your voice in the room and to get the ball rolling on an issue that you care about. And so, but again, that is information that I didn't even have 2 years ago. And so I think when it comes down to to looking at the Marvel Strip project, looking at my first march, looking at the marches after that and looking at all the amazing projects I've really been honored to be a part of, I just frankly think about all the ways that I've been able to grow because of it. Um and i think that makes me really really just just overall grateful to be able to to be a part of this phenomenal movement of young people all dedicated to to change all dedicated to progress but all doing it in our own unique and special way you know i think it's like really really special for like you know for me to like talk to you because like i feel like as a 15 year old lovely we are not doing things to help others in terms of like big issues like you know child abuse and things like that we are normally like you know if we are doing like some kind of non-profit project we are doing something like as simple as you know like um like small things like you know doing a food drive but that's a one time thing you know like it's not a long term project where you're continuously doing something also there are like people like who like you know actually do have big initiatives like you know um trying to solve homelessness but of course homelessness as well like you know it's not something that can be solved in one day or a few years it's kind of is like an ongoing thing kind of like your initiative which is like an ongoing thing it's not Absolutely. like something that you can kind of just eradicate in just one day or a month or even years it's just kind of like again it's just like a big bowl of like you know 
problems that can be solved it can be solved Absolutely. but it can't just takes like a gradual like progress time like you know you kind of need a lot of people behind you so that actually brings me to my next question like who has your support group been like how have you been able to do this Yeah, absolutely. So I think that when I look at this question, I look at I look at it in three different ways, right? Um my biggest supporters have always been my family, right? And and this is definitely the first layer of this question. And I mean, these are the people every single day, even when Elijah Lee is at his worst. I mean, I'm not going to ever lie to you. There are days where I want to quit, right? There are days where this is just so much all at once and and it feels sometimes impossible, right? Um there I think there comes a point everyone's lifetime where those that are meant to carry on hope lose that hope for a moment. And there've definitely been times where I've looked at the state of our nation and I've lost hope. I said, you know, we work and we work and we work and we're getting we're getting these these inches, right? And we have to go kilometers. And so I think that over time, right? I've just I've just really relied on them to to be my foundation. I've relied on them to give me strength. However, the second element of that question that I really want to talk about is so much of my work is inspired by American history, right? And I think that that's another reason why when I hear about book bans and when I hear about attacks on education, that's why it's so harmful to me is because I see what good education can do. You know, I I was really young in reading books like To Kill a Mockingbird, um, and I was really young learning about the Black Panther Party, learning about the Red Guard. learning about the Black Liberation Army, learning about people like Angela Davis and Fred Hampton and John Lewis and the Shah of Shakur, um Cesar Chavez and all these phenomenal people that really worked um in America to to make the large progressions and even outside of America people like Emmeline Pankhurst um who was necessary for the women's suffrage movement and being a suffragette. And so um so much of my work is founded on that historical element. Um, but again, with my family being such a strong support system, and with history kind of telling me what I need to do, I could not do my work without without my colleagues and without my peers. I mean, the people that work in the organizations that I align with, the people that go to the general assembly with me, the people that go to Congress with me. I mean, these these are some of my closest friends because we are all united under this common feeling that. even though we are young we still have to make our voice heard and there are people that don't want to hear their voice there are people that don't care about what we have to say there are people that would rather us as children to just be quiet however we refuse to do that and i think right now we are in this this, this cultural shift in america where young people are really rising to the occasion i mean we're voting at record rates we're getting involved in politics at record rates we're making our voices heard via the uses of social media and other avenues that we have never seen quite before. And so, you know, earlier I talked about how my my family gives me so much hope, but so does so does my peers. Seeing their continuous fight, their their never-ending passion, this this ever-burning fire, I think it's something that's truly truly phenomenal to witness. Yeah, I think I really like how you said kind of like how you kind of like get your inspiration for like some parts of like your initiative like through American history. I think like, you know, you, like the core parts of american history is that like there's so many different things there's latin history as part of the american Re- like revolution and then we have like so many like um we have so many like different types of riots going on and things like that that like kind of like shape like uh, help us understand like what's going on like i did not know about some of these riots before and i 
started like you know looking up things and going on the news more and i started learning that you know like our history just so vast like we have um black lives matter we have um like you know a lot of support for the cultures and arts and we kind of just kind of forget about who we are in certain parts and kind of just start like fighting against our beliefs or fighting against each other because of our differences that we kind of forget that it's kind of a big community and like you know we have our family we have our friends we have our support group that helps us through this and i really liked how you kind of talk about your parents and how they helped you um you know grow into who you are today and help you do what you were doing today absolutely no i um i credit so much of my work to my mom just because i know that that without such a loving and supporting person i i just would not be where i am today and so no i i echo all that you said i'm, I'm just, i don't know i think i'm i'm just continuously grateful for for all the experiences i have however something that my mom always reminds me is that even when we are at our low we must always continue to fight and so i think that 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 passion definitely keeps me going yeah i think like what she said is really true i mean you like the thing that you're doing it's like not just you like anyone out there like i feel like the key thing is to remember is that just never let anything bring you down just like keep yeah. going especially with like when you're working with big things like you know child abuse and like big topics you kind of cannot like de- like feel defeated because if you do you're kind of giving up on everyone you're working for you're giving up on those kids who have been like you know hurt these um years and like you know you're kind of giving up and i don't you know like at least according to me like you know it kind of feels like just like when you're like trying to like improve situations for other people i feel like we cannot like stop working just because we are tired i mean i'm sure those kids are also like you know tired of things they're going through and i think like these um efforts that are going on are just like so amazing and like i appreciate you and everyone out there working their um hands off and working their um like you know working so much that like i like it's kind of hard to believe though like you know it's like so many people out there who just like you know working so much just to get other people to the place they um need to be or want to be absolutely absolutely thank you so much for being on the show with me today it was an honor to have you on and I wish you the best of luck with the future marches you have and future improvements you have planned. Thank you. This is again my pleasure. Yeah, um everyone out there listening to this episode right now, I'll be linking Elijah's um website in the show notes. So feel free to check him out, support his cause and um yeah, um I'll be also putting up some resources um and you can check those out too. Thank you so much everyone and have a great day. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. Thank you once again.